I know what you're wondering. I know what keeps you up at night. You're wondering if your company will be liable when, not if, but when, it experiences a data security breach. You're also wondering whether you're responsible for a breach that happens to an upstream provider, but which impacts your customers. Wonder no more, and listen up. Hey, it's Brad Gross, coming at you with another Technology Bradcast. If you're a service provider and you want to learn some things, give me a few minutes. You're going to learn a lot. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Technology Bradcast. I am inundated with questions about liability for cybersecurity breaches. Who's responsible? Who owns the breach? The MSP? An upstream provider? This is a topic that I teach to LLM students at St. Thomas Law School, Corporate Cybersecurity Practices. And now I'm going to give you a little piece of the knowledge that I give to them. I'm going to break it down into three questions, all of which are important for you to understand. One, does a cybersecurity breach automatically mean that the breached company is liable? Two, is an MSP liable when an upstream provider is breached? Three, when might an MSP be liable for cybersecurity breaches? Let's hit each one of those and see where things stand. Let's begin with, does a cybersecurity breach automatically mean the breached company is liable? Short answer, no. There is no automatic liability just because a breach occurs. No statute says that. No case says that. There are two ways that liability can be imputed to a company. One is by statute, and the other is by case law, or as lawyers call it, common law. As far as statutes are concerned, there are about 20 states, 20 or so states, that have enacted statutes that impose cybersecurity requirements on companies that own or process personal information. Now, I know you might find that surprising that not all states have laws addressing cybersecurity, but that's the truth. Right now, less than half the states in the United States have laws addressing cybersecurity. Now, a quick note, I'm talking about cybersecurity here. I'm not talking about data breach notification laws. There is an important difference. A law that says what a company must do to protect personal information in its possession or control, well, that's a cybersecurity law. On the other hand, a law that tells a company who to notify and what procedures to follow after a cybersecurity incident occurs, that's a notification law. And all 50 states have notification laws, but less than half have laws dictating what minimum requirements a company has to implement to protect information that it holds or maintains for its customers. Now, out of the 20 or so laws that actually address cybersecurity, none, underscore, none imposes absolute liability on a company that experiences a cybersecurity breach. Instead, most of those statutes simply require companies to implement reasonable security precautions that are commensurate with the type of data that they're collecting or holding or storing. So uh, personal health information, that probably requires a heightened security. Sensitive but not truly personal stuff like uh, names and email addresses and behavior ana uh, behavioral analysis like where you shop, how often you shop, what you bought. Well, that stuff is 
you know, it's sensitive, but not truly heightened uh, personal stuff. That probably requires industry standard levels of security. So it really depends on what's being held. Assuming that a company has implemented reasonable security that's commensurate with the level of sensitivity of the information it's holding, then that company likely isn't liable under state law if a cyber breach occurs. Well, a lot of you are thinking, how about federal law? I mean, let's move beyond the states. And there's a federal law that, that implements and requires cybersecurity, right? Surprise! There is no single federal law that mandates cybersecurity across all industries. Now, certain laws cover certain areas, like HIPAA covers personal health information for covered entities and business associates, Gramm-Leach-Bliley, that addresses security in the financial industry, Sarbanes-Oxley addresses, albeit somewhat superficially, what cybersecurity measures public companies have to implement. But there is no single federal law that says all companies must implement the following cybersecurity protocols. So be sure to check your state's statutes to see if it requires, if your state requires any particular cybersecurity protocols. Any questions about that? Contact us. Contact information is coming at the end of this broadcast. So, I've covered statutes. How about common law? How about that case law stuff that I mentioned? The biggest common law or case law oriented cause of action is negligence. Is a company liable for negligence just because a breach occurred? Now, I could spend hours on this topic. And in fact, in my class at St. Thomas Law, I actually do spend hours on this topic. But I'm going to break it down for you. Negligence requires proof that the hacked company did something or failed to do something that caused the hack. Now, let me repeat that. Negligence requires proof that the hacked company did something or omitted or failed to do something that caused the hack. If a company has implemented security protocols and has followed those protocols, the negligence will be virtually impossible to prove. Why? Because breaches occur even under best practices. Even when all security measures are up and running and running perfectly, breaches occur. And just because a breach occurs doesn't mean the company did something or failed to do something to cause it to occur. Again, negligence requires proof that the company did something or failed to do something. If the company is implementing security protocols that are commensurate with the data that it's holding, then there's no causation, there's no negligence. Bottom line, just because a breach occurred, do not assume that the hacked company is liable. It doesn't work that way. Moving on, as my uh, property law professor used to say, Professor Silverman, Question number next. Is an MSP liable when an upstream provider is breached? Answer, not necessarily. In fact, most often, no. But it depends on the relationship that the MSP has with its customer, and it depends what the MSP has offered its customer in its contract. Now, as we know, most of the time, an MSP resells a service. It could be an RMM service, security knock, BDR, whatever it is. The MSP usually doesn't provide the service itself. Instead, an upstream provider actually provides the service. 
The MSP is merely the conduit through which the relationship between the upstream provider and the customer is established. But the MSP doesn't actually perform the service. The MSP generally doesn't obtain or store or disseminate the customer's personal information. That's the domain of the upstream provider. So if the upstream provider has a breach, is the MSP liable? Let me ask you the same question another way. Should the MSP be liable for a breach by an upstream provider when the upstream provider's services were not managed, controlled, or maintained by the MSP? Did the MSP have any involvement in the services or preventing or controlling the breach? In most cases, in fact, I'd venture to say in almost all the cases that, that we see, the answer is no. The MSP was not involved in the service, in the activity, and therefore doesn't have responsibility for the damages caused by the breach of an upstream provider. Final question. When might an MSP be liable for a cybersecurity breach? Under what scenarios might, and I underscore might, an MSP be liable either on a statutory or a common law, remember case law basis, for damages caused by a cybersecurity breach? Well, I could think of a few. One scenario might be where the MSP is the actual service provider. And by that, I mean the company is actually, the MSP is actually performing a service in which personal data is obtained, stored, or used. Let me give you a quick example. Let's say uh, an MSP provides its own proprietary data backup service, and the MSP is using its own server farm to host and maintain its customer data. At that point, we would treat the, MS the MSP as an upstream provider, as the company that's actually providing the service. In that scenario, the MSP would have to employ reasonable security measures commensurate with the type and the scope of personal information it maintained. If it didn't, well, it might be liable. Another scenario might be where the MSP promises absolute security, and I see this all the time. MSPs, in their zeal to be competitive and to close a deal, make promises of cybersecurity that go well beyond the promises made by their upstream providers. For example, I recently reviewed an MSP's customer agreement that was filled with promises like, you'll rest easy knowing that we've got your data behind an impenetrable wall. Another part of the same agreement said, with our solution, security will be a thing of the past, freeing you up to do what you do best, manage your client relationships. Really? A thing of the past? Wow. I can tell you that the MSP in that scenario was reselling a solution from an upstream provider whose contract actually prohibited the MSP from making those types of claims, from making claims of absolute security. And why? Why would it do that? Because all of the mainstream providers of cybersecurity, they all know that 100% security is unachievable. Upstream providers don't offer impenetrable walls, and they certainly don't think that security will ever be a thing of the past. When MSPs induce customers to sign up for services and, in doing so, make false or greatly exaggerated promises of security, then those MSPs might be held liable for the damages suffered by the MSP's customer if a cybersecurity incident occurs, even though the MSP wasn't providing the actual solution. 
overpromising can impute liability. So what do you do? What do you do from here? What should you guys do right now to figure out how much, if any, liability your company faces? Here are three tips. First, think about your services for a moment. Are you providing them or are you reselling them? If you're reselling them, have you notified your customer of that fact? Have you told your customer that some of the services in your solution stack are provided or may be provided by third parties? Have you required your customers to acknowledge that and to agree that you, the MSP, will not be responsible for an upstream provider's failure? If not, you're going to call me. Second, if you are providing a service, not reselling, but actually providing the service, then you must ensure that reasonable security measures are in place to protect the data in your company's possession or control. Those security measures are not limited to antivirus. I'm not just talking about standard malware stuff. I'm talking firewall. I'm talking SIM solution. I'm talking endpoint security. I'm talking employee training. You need to regularly test your security protocols to make sure they're up to date and effective. Having them is not enough. Periodic testing and employee training is required as well. Third, if your agreement has advertising stuff in it, then you're setting yourself up for a problem. Remove the feel-good, warm and fuzzy language from your agreements like, we're the best at protecting your stuff. You're going to feel great knowing we're on the job. There's a time and a place for that, and I call it your website or brochures. It, it, it doesn't belong in your contract. It can only be a problem. You know what I, I call that stuff when I see it in a contract? I call that Exhibit A of the complaint. It doesn't belong there. And your contract, by the way, should specifically disclaim advertising puffery. Now, if you have any questions about whether your company is in compliance with state cybersecurity laws, or if you're not sure whether your agreements adequately protect you, well, you know what to do. Info at BradleyGross.com or call us at 954-217-6225. Okay, that's it for this week. Let's be cybersecurity safe, and I'll see you all on the next Technology Broadcast.